It is Wednesday. We've got another edition here of WeatherWise. This is the podcast from the meteorologist at 47 ABC WMDT. We're out of Salisbury, Maryland on the Delmarva Peninsula, just a few hours off to the east of uh, Washington, D.C., south of Philly, a couple hours south. Uh, we like to cover everything weather within our little region here. This is such a cool place that we've got in the mid-Atlantic. Uh, this time of the year, especially, we get into a uh, a lot of beach weather, you know, with the Chesapeake Bay and the Atlantic Ocean. But for those of you who are listening from outside of the area, we also talk about regional weather, national weather, and we get to the world stage sometimes if uh, anything is happening across the world. And then, of course, we look this time of the year out into the tropics for activity. And after an early start to the season, things are a little quiet right now. We've had some issues here locally, though, with the weather have nothing to do with the tropics Actually, I have nothing to do with our typical weather. I wanted to start this week's podcast, and a lot of you listening, even if you're not from Delmarva, know about the big issues that we had with the wildfire smoke uh, last week for several days. Wildfire smoke coming in from eastern Canada, um, but finding its way all the way down the east coast and impacting areas here in Delmarva with the air quality. Man, um, with meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, by the way, this week, Ulysses, it was it was pretty bad there for a while. No, yeah, absolutely. I know, uh, we, you know we kept showing the current uh, air quality, and I know that there was times when we even saw in parts of Delaware it got down to a, a code, code purple. So the fact that, you know, it's very unhealthy, so that's just one stage away from the worst one, which is hazardous. So the fact that, and you could tell, you know, Thursday was really just the worst day of it all because, uh, you know, it was so dense outside, it really reduced that visibility. We were dealing with pretty much smog at the time, and, it, you know, you can even, like, smell it. You can, I mean, boy, I mean, you can almost taste it. You know, that's how potent it was. And the fact that it was just, uh, uh, you know, it was definitely not good news outside. Definitely was one of those days where we had to give uh, certain forecasts where we give, like, a red paw for thunderstorms. We had to give a red paw for, say, our dog walking forecast just because of how bad it was just to be outside. Everybody running air filters or even just you know, running the AC instead of just having the windows open because the fact that the temperatures was comfortable for a day to open up the AC, open up the windows, but with that smoke, there's no point of uh, opening those windows up. So I make the mistake of doing that, of course. I leave uh, my windows open the night before, and this is earlier in the week when the smoke really started coming in, I think on Tuesday. I left the windows open, get some fresh air in, and I wake up in the morning and everything smells like burning wood i mean it smells like a campfire had been set outside where i was living and everything was like blowing into the house so it was um it was interesting and i ended up running that day too for a little bit and at the end you i could just feel it um it, the, the smoke certainly was um impactful and this is before oh, yeah. we got to the crest of the heaviest smoke that came in On what thursday. Was it, by thursday yeah. so uh, interesting to note too um when we had the smoke at its thickest on thursday that was a rain day for us and the particulate matter, as they call it, with the, um, um, with the smoke and the aerosols coming through, uh, might have actually aided in some of the rainfall development, or at least perpetuated in what would have been an isolated thunderstorm day, kind of allowed a line of thunderstorms to develop. Oh, yeah. And it was interesting to see kind of the science behind that with the smoke in the sky, uh, potentially aiding in some of uh, the, the conversion of the cloud droplets into rain, which fell and gave us a temporary break. Um, from the smoke and the air qualities were improved, but it was interesting to note, even with all the rain that we had, and we went into the evening there Thursday and near sunset, you could already see the smoke kind of, uh, you know, obscuring the sunset again. And that was after all the rain cooled air. So nice. rain didn't do anything to help us out really at the end of the day. It did make things a little better, but 
it wasn't until the pattern shifted. And a lot of people were asking, how in the world could we get wildfire smoke from eastern Canada down here? It was uh, a combination of two things. You had an area of low pressure off the New England coast that was uh, counterclockwise flow, bringing in northerly winds, and just literally taking that smoke from eastern Canada and sending it down in our direction. There was an area of high pressure out in the Great Lakes that was aiding that northerly flow with clockwise winds and just creating a funneling effect between the two systems, bringing that wind across our area, dragging that wildfire smoke in from eastern Canada. And it was also a perpetuating situation where the wildfires themselves, because of that northerly flow, they were being fed oxygen, fresh air, to continue the fire. So it continued and continued until that storm system off the New England coast moved. Those fires continued to rage, and that smoke continued to move in our direction. Things changed into the weekend, right? We yeah. got southerly winds, pushed the smoke out. We traded the smoke for the humidity. Ended up being real humid by the end of the weekend. And I think, Ulysses, you mentioned last week, it was kind of the first surge of true Tropical. humidity we've had in a long time. No, yeah, I think, uh, you know, yesterday morning I came in and uh, on Monday and the fact that the humidity, the dew points, I could feel walking outside how humid it was, how warm it was. And the fact that we haven't had a lot of nights where we've been, you know, close to 70 or even the fact that our dew points in some spots were already at 70. The fact that this was... Probably the most uncomfortable night we've had so far this year. So the fact that, uh, you know, just that plume of moisture, the fact that, and it also was also the fact that we did have a warm front that came in ahead of a cold front as well. It looks like a warm front came in Sunday night as well. So that kind of helped plume, uh, just bring that plume in together late in the day on Sunday going into Monday. But yeah, definitely dew points were up into the 70s and that definitely allowed for the potential showers and storms to develop uh, throughout the day on Monday. It was more of an on and off variety where we kept going back and forth between showers, cloudy skies, and even at moments, a decent amount of blue skies with sunshine on Monday. But it was definitely the last push where we, um, this morning, you know, definitely the smoke, you can tell it was finally gone because we actually had nice sunrises. I could see the yellows. I can actually see the sky. I can actually see the clouds again when I was throwing the sky cams on the morning show. So you could tell it was kind of like the last last push of to get rid of that smoke finally yeah and you know now that we're not uh having to worry about that um you know worries just in general about the conditions of dry weather not just in eastern canada but across the northeast and the mid-atlantic drought conditions um you know if this pattern that we just got out of continues into the summer we have hotter days this could be even a worse issue going forward and we picked up some decent rain amounts but we need a few more of these events not just here locally in delmarva but across the mid-Atlantic and the Northeast to really, you know, get us back to where we should be this time of the year, right? Taking a look at the drought monitor. No, yeah, yeah. absolutely. When it comes to the drought monitor here, you know, the fact that all, the biggest thing that happened on Thursday was the fact that now Northern Delmarva is starting to, while Southern Delmarva has been improving the last few weeks, now Northern Delmarva is starting to worsen. And it's like Rich mentioned in the last podcast how our neighbors across the bay, they've really been dealing with these abnormally dry conditions a good amount of the spring, We've been able to, you know, luck out back in April with some of the rain, and, but in May kind of things began to sour, and now we're kind of in that position as well right now where those stuff from the bay is starting to spill over into our neck of the woods again. And just looking at a map here, I mean, just talking about on the podcast, and you can always check this out, uh, the drought monitor updates every week. Yeah. Um, you know, as of June 8th, and, you know, we're waiting for the update here soon for the next one, but moderate drought taking over most of Baltimore and D.C. metro. And uh, that kind of is edged over into northern Delmarva, north of Dover and Denton. Give you an idea here for those of you who are local. Um, and then abnormally dry conditions kind of seeping down now to Cambridge and Milford, uh, whereas central and southern Delmarva have generally been 
right on the cusp of getting into what would be considered onset or abnormally dry conditions. So a lot of that is now starting to edge toward us. Drought conditions, all moderate drought conditions, all the way into eastern PA, also pushing into northern Delaware and Philadelphia metro. So there is um, a lot of issues with that. And the rain that we did pick up yesterday, to go back to those totals, um, you know, when I say yesterday, I was recording here on a Tuesday, so this would be Monday. I should say a lot of us streaming here on a Wednesday. But the rain we picked up on a Monday um, you know, it was very helpful. Most areas, I'd say on average, about a half inch to a quarter, three quarters of an inch. But there were some areas there in Worcester County, like Ocean Pines, looking at totals two inches. I know in West Ocean City, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Lisa Tercios, came in with almost two inches of rain. And that was a report that I got out of Western Ocean, West Ocean City from her. That was at like 4 p.m. That didn't even include what came in during the evening. So um, there were a decent amount of rain in parts of the area that we had on Monday. No, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the fact that, you know, like Rich mentioned earlier, we also had a burst of rain back on Thursday. So the combination of both of those rains, uh, you know, definitely going to help out. Uh, and hopefully that will show on the drought monitor. But like you said, uh, what's interesting about the rain that we got yesterday, it's actually in the area that's right now not um, in any of the drought categories. So it's not even in the abnormally dry areas. The only location that's really in the abnormally dry area right now is Cambridge. Everybody else is pretty much... Um, in neither territory. So it's pretty much the areas that are the areas that are doing somewhat okay right now are actually the ones that are gaining this rainfall. The areas that do need the rain are kind of missing out on this rain itself. So it's a bit of a, an irony, you could say. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody needs it, but it is ironic. Yes. And, um, <laughs> you know, and it finds it, it usually has its way of averaging out, we're hoping at least. And, uh, but going into the hottest parts of the year, now that we're edging toward the beginning of summer, um, you know, the, the hope is that we would get back into what we would assume would be more of a um, summertime feel. And we did have that a little bit. It comes with the hotter temperatures, but the increase in humidity, the fuel for the storms, and then have these good uh, widespread rain events, which, um, you know, we could use a few more of these across the area. But uh, uh, we'll keep an eye on it, of course. Uh, got rid of the smoke, which was the big deal. Um, and I've worked our way toward a weather pattern that's a little more uh, conducive for rainfall and typical for the final days of spring, we're getting closer and closer to the start of summer. But uh, I think a pretty good idea of what's been happening here over the past week in Delmarva. And that'll wrap it up for another edition of WeatherWise. And we'll be back again next Wednesday with another edition of our podcast here, taking a look at the current weather conditions across Delmarva and anything breaking weather-wise that's happening regionally or even across the world. But again, for myself and meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, thanks again for listening to another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist here at 47ABC, WMDT.